Shut up and sit down. I am going to be happy this year. I am going to make myself happy. Do you want us to leave the room? Or? I don't know about y'all, but I'm fine. What you want to do, what you got in mind. Would you mind if I rode my bike for a little you are listening to the Dialed Podcast with Matt Lee Grand, Evan Price, Lance Hepler, and Jake Von Turing. Welcome to 2021. We've been waiting for you. Happy New Year. I said that I would eat more vegetables, and I haven't yet, but it's okay. I still have time. Since last year, I ate none. Would you mind if I rode my bike for a little while? No live stream. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, welcome back to the Dial Podcast. I am Jake Von During, and I'm here with Lance Epler. Fancy Pants Lance, right here in studio. Welcome back, Lance. Thank you very much. And when did you get back? Uh, about two hours ago. Two hours ago. <laughs> It's a 16-hour drive from Vegas. Drive straight or just stay somewhere? No, we like did three hours the first night and then like 14 hours yesterday. Ooh. And then I, I stopped driving at like 2 in the morning this morning. Ouch. I got a full three hours of sleep. Oh, nice. And then jumped in the van and kept driving. So I was here this morning so I could stare at you two ugly people. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting to his right, Evan Price. I can't tell if we're coming in or out right now or if that's just the water in my ears because I just came out of the pool. I think it's your ears, my friend. Okay, good. Yeah. Just making sure. We sound fantastic. <laughs> I assume that you did, but usually I can't hear or see good, so it was it was just an assumption. What do you got there, Lance? Um, I'm drinking um, the same exact thing. So. LaCroix. We're all drinking LaCroix. Mire. Blackberry cucumber. Mire pepino. Every French person just got super angry at me. Listen. A big thank you to Anna Mack. Absolutely. She hooked us up with a couple cases of LaCroix. Ah, she the, put such little, nice notes on there, too. Yeah, she's, she's such an awesome person. She is a sweetheart and a half. So. That, that whole family's really awesome, too. But who Who is it? Anna. Anna. Anna oh, Mack the, is, the, uh, the Anna. is the trainer, the, the bike the tech. Trainer. Oh, the yeah, she was helping. Okay. Aid, the, I know who yeah. Anna is now. It just took me a Jack minute. Jack of all trades here at the Endurance Lab. Yeah. She's racing with us starting this year. Well, she was yeah. going to race with us last year, but we know how that went. But, yeah, she's going to race with us in 2021. Yeah. She, Fingers crossed. She could be very fast on a bicycle. <clears throat> like, very. She was a very good track athlete and is super fit. So, yeah, yeah. she's yeah. very active. So, yeah. Thanks, Anna. Coming to us live today on Skype, holding a big white microphone <laughs> quite large mr, mr. <laughs> matt legrand how are you matt good how are you guys what's up ladies and gentlemen of the internet you guys are looking skypey thank you <laughs> yep. all right how about we jump into some backpedaling um matt since you're right there and i can see you and you've got your big white microphone all hooked up <laughs> why don't you backpedal for us all right so um <clears throat> i think i've run every day this week wow. so there's that that's good. That's fantastic. I, I was I was I, it's been a lot you all of week. little runs. I don't necessarily think it's good, uh, just because um, actually I need I need Evan to diagnose. I'm I'm having a little bit of pain at the front of my ankle. So Evan, what does that mean? Uh, probably feels, anterior. I noticed that when I'm like going pinching. downstairs, feels like there's a little catch. 
Yeah, so that's that's most likely whenever somebody's coming back from Achilles issues or post-tib or peroneal tendon issues, um, there's two parts to that issue. And one does have to go with talocrural function, which is, think of it as the your, your ankle joint and how it rocks forward and back. And when you have one side that's been stiff, tight, non-compliant for a long time, and now you're working into it, that front side of that mat or that anterior talocrural area now has to get used to that pinching and loading sensation. So I would suggest maybe doing five days of running in a week instead of seven to let that thing have (laughs) it. Do that, but then list a couple, two extra. Just throw those two in there. Yeah. So so five plus two, right? (laughs) No, I actually, Uh, I've actually been looking at you, right? You're you're progressing it well, Matt, compared to where you were last year this time. So really? Trying to have a real PT movement over no. here, Matt. I'm sorry. This is it, it's a zoo in here. <laughs> no. Awesome. And then um, bike wise, I really didn't bike very much this past week. Boo! Uh, <laughs> I think I missed the group ride on Tuesday. I, I was, was doing looking this for live you. stream. You were not again, there. Made me which sad. Was fun. And then um, I did do an FTP test. And my FTP was as bad as I thought it was. It was so. close to the all-time score. I was I, w- I was really hoping you were going to get the all-time score there, Matt. Um, I was glad that my FTP wasn't worse than I thought it was going to be. It was right where I thought it was going to be, which is not good. It was like 250, so, wasn't it? Uh, 242. That's not that bad. That's not bad. That's fine. That's better than the 100 watts you've been putting in on Zwift. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, really, that's, I thought you that's know, not a bad you starting point. Triple digits—that's dangerous territory right there. <laughs> also, Matt, the ramp tests are like if I was to design an FTP test that every triathlete would be absolutely miserably awful at, I would make a ramp test. Like that's exactly <laughs> how no triathlete trains ever. It's like here, well, let's I see what your all-out five-minute power is. Yeah, I mean, I can. It's nice because I have a number to work with and I have a number to work against, right? And I feel like ramp mm-hmm. tests aren't so hard that you could literally just do it every couple weeks exactly. uh, if you wanted to and, you know, start to try to make progress, you know, in a positive direction. So, yeah. um, we'll see. I mean, it's just to set you know. training zones. That's that's all it is. The, the the ramp test does a great job of just setting training zones. And it's good that I didn't nail those training zones Yeah. You don't no, want to be getting hurt, killing yourself in training, right? No. So there's there's that negative of FTP tests. Yeah. Uh, but um, also swam quite a bit uh, this past week. It was New Year's, so I swam a 5K on New Year's Day. It's kind of a tradition. Evan, the you shark, did that with me one the year. The Sharky 5K. I saw that you did, and I, I missed it. I I'm I was very sad because I remember that last year, and it was <laughs> it was fun's a strong word, but it was. It was great doing it with you. Let me put it that way. Yes. I made it through about halfway and I stopped and I was like, this is about as far as I've ever swam this like in, since quarantine, like since before quarantine. Like this is this is this is where I've been uh, and uh, can just kept plugging away at it, which is, you know, it wasn't like hard effort or anything like that. It was significantly slower than last year. Uh, last year we were in pretty good shape. But yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I did that and then I actually swam you know, a couple extra times in the, in the week. It was a, it was a solid week all around. Um, I haven't like looked to see how many hours, but I would guess 10 hours again, you know, if I had to take a guess at it, but I can look that up. Very good. Maybe. Cool. Anything else? Um, posted a video about, uh, is triathlon dead and from 2020, it was very dramatic, like title. (laughs) I also like how Matt. What percentage 
of YouTube watching people. Okay. Look at a title. Don't watch the video and then comment on said video, percentage-wise. <laughs> what do you believe? A hundred percent of Facebook people. Yes. Right. Could right. not agree with you more. Because that was, in my opinion, I'm, I'm really not exaggerating here. That was my favorite video you've ever done. And as we talked about, it'll probably be one of your lowest view videos. But <laughs> It's doing all right, I, I think. I love that video. The that that got me just you know Josh said the same thing it, it got us ex- like I was excited to like go out and do a random January training session after watching oh, that video good. it Man, was awesome. That's awesome that's really um good to hear because you know I don't think a lot of my videos really inspire that much and so it's good to hear any of them that do um but the video itself you know for the listeners who haven't checked it out it's basically like uh it starts off very negative talking about like the triathlon numbers are very down and things like that and then it ends on much more of a positive note kind of being like hey you know we may have lost some numbers at the same time you know this has been a year where we've all really gotten pretty pumped about doing the sports that we love like and one of the biggest things was like, here's Evan Price like doing an Everest attempt because that was the he worst can. So <laughs> the video was great till then. It was good. Yeah, I mean that was a that took a. You can it, see the numbers just drop off when just I everybody just the shut the video off at that point. It was a lot of thumbs down at that mark, but yep, that's where you see all the thumbs down. Actually, all four of us ended up being in that video somewhere here and there. Mm-hmm. Even- I haven't take. watched the video yet. I've yeah. just been. <laughs> You're fist bumping. It, it'll make we you want to do a triathlon. Edmund. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like one of my favorite shots, even though it's not like the best filmed and it's not the smoothest. It's just a cool moment when you were like, and fist bump. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The The best part of that moment outside of just it being one of my favorite moments in endurance sports was the fact that Jake then had to remind me. You got to go back down the hill still. Because <laughs> you can see, even in that video, you can see yourself like stop the computer. Yeah. You're like, oh, uh, don't no, stop the computer. Stop. Yeah, that was Jake's first thing. He was go like, back right. down the hill. It's like, no, no, no. You, you, you got to go back down. <laughs> Matt, your channel's doing good. You're about ready to click over 5,000. Yeah, my goal was to hit that by New Year's, and uh, it didn't happen. I thought Close. for sure I would, but I've had like a pretty dramatic slowing um, the past month or so in growth. And that's just how it goes. You know, I think like, uh, you know, you'll have your your ups and downs. So I think as things start to kind of settle down with uh, the coronavirus and with um, more people getting excited and pumped about getting out to do the stuff that they didn't get to do this past year. And with just the droves of new people that are coming into all of the the disciplines, I'd I'd say, I think that you're going to see a big, big bump because you're very your channel is very um friendly to people that are new to the sport that's one of the things that i love about it and i think it's going to be a fantastic resource for people to go see stuff and i think you're going to see a big spike that's just my two cents so yeah we'll see i have um some fun videos coming up where well the next next one is like a watch giveaway which people like uh but then um i have some stuff coming up talking about heart rate monitors which i think is gonna be interesting like a little bit like of a technical video talking about like you know difference between optical and you know chest straps and then yeah um positions where you can put, you know, optical heart rates where they're more effective. And then, uh, there's, um, of course, some more watch videos, a whole bunch of like funny stuff coming. I really want to do some stuff talking about Zwift and things like that. So, uh, should be fun. A lot of fun stuff. Excellent. Love it. Evan backpedal. Um, Oh man, it was just such an exciting last week. It's hard to really nail it down. I fell asleep at nine 30 on new year's Eve, woke up at 
like 1130. So does that mean, we, we were debating this, does that mean that I stayed up till midnight? No. Because uh, it does not? No. Okay. Well, did you stay up from 1130 to midnight? I fell asleep at like 12.02. Yeah, you took a nap. So there you go. Yeah. Hmm. So it was an evening nap. We, we, we no. turned on a movie <laughs> and, and we're like, all right, we're going to make it to midnight. I was asleep Three by and a half o'clock. minutes later. Yeah, three and a half minutes later, I'm out. <laughs> I wake up two hours later, wide awake, like, oh yeah, made it to midnight. I can hear the fireworks. What a great <laughs> New Year's. Yeah. And then fell asleep promptly 35 minutes later. Okay. That counts in my book. <laughs> 100% counts because if right. you took a nap at noon or it's five or yeah. 10, it doesn't matter. You yeah. took a nap. You That's not still a night's up. sleep. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Lance. <laughs> Lance was probably cooler than yeah. me this last. Uh, let's see. No, I was asleep in my van by like 10 by p.m. By 10? Okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. By river. Yeah. So I I flirted this last week with, with over with – I'm never going to say overtraining because I really do believe I like to choose words carefully with overtraining because I think overtraining is something that's a specific long-term thing that happens. I flirted with going well over the line this last week, though. I decided it would be a good idea to stack like a ton of really hard runs into like eight days, and I don't know why. Looking back at the tram, like that was really dumb. It's like January. Why am I doing this? <laughs> but we we did on Saturday one of those terrible crit smash Saturday races, which now I'm figuring out why those are so terrible. It's like all the Zwift pro guys jump onto that race. Apparently they'll show up. Yeah. The, the, the American champ Holden is on that thing. Usually like Mike Woods has made an appearance before. It's like all these guys <laughs> just drive the pace of the front. You just hold on for dear life for 20 minutes. But anybody who's done this Richmond Zwift course, basically the Richmond Zwift course is your worst designed workout ever. You go, Steady threshold for, what, 20 minutes? And then you go one minute all out, 60 seconds rest, 40 seconds all out, yeah. 60 seconds rest, and then you go right to that last climb for like four minutes at your threshold. So it's the worst design course of all time. So I'm shattered after that. Decide, okay, let's do a really specific 10K run workout right after that. Felt great the whole way through. Got done with it. My legs were so shot, I couldn't get up there <laughs> down the stairs. So I'm telling that story to tell people, don't over like don't flirt with the line of overtraining in like January. It's not worth it. Wow. I feel fine today, but still like that it was it was one of those moments where you got to be like, "Oh, it's January, you know. Second, there's probably no reason to be trying to go all <laughs> out go right hard. now." Yeah. Yeah, not 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 worth going all out at the moment. But yeah, that was basically my That's week. It. That was it. Oh, and Tuesday I got beat by uh, uh, Dr. Hale at the line on our Swift ride. <laughs> yes, we had our Swift, had ride. Swift ride. He, I, w- I thought for sure I dropped him, and then his little gosh darn avatar, Joey Shabadoo, just shows up right on my tail. I'm like, oh, it's over. He's gonna, he's gonna outsprint me, and, and he, he did, you. and he promptly outsprinted me. <laughs> Strong dude. Price, <clears throat> Price, how was that 10k workout? Would you just do a 10k time trial type thing, or? Um, no. So I warmed up off the bike. Um, I think thir- 30 minutes. My, my, my legs needed a lot longer than I thought they would need. So warmed up 30 minutes. Originally, the workout was going to be four by 10 minutes um, with five minutes in between. And the 10 minutes was going to be at off the bike 10K uh, goal. And instead, I did like somewhere in between off the bike an actual fresh goal. It was like sub, you know, it was like around that 524 pace. And I did 20 minutes, felt really tired for the five minute recovery, made it 10 minutes and then tried to go another 20 and only made it 15. I had this bad habit of when my legs feel good, I'll like adjust tempo workouts uh-huh. mid workout, <laughs> which is a terrible idea. So that's it. It went from what was supposed to be four by 10, which Josh followed perfectly and did awesome at, and then, of course, me, the one who prescribed the workout, decides to be an idiot and go two by twenty, which was a terrible idea. So, 
Yeah. <laughs> Matt, you being a coach, that'd be the equivalent of like, what, one of your kids is like, all right, 10 by four today. And then like one of the kids is sneaking off and doing an extra like four by 400 for no reason. <laughs> yeah. We, we have kids that, are, that love doing that kind of thing. I cut my I cut my training time in half this last week, and every time I got on the bike, I felt phenomenal. Oh yeah, it's great when you're not training thirty hours in a week. Right. Yeah, I felt so good. But anyway. why don't you backpedal then? Oh, Mister, I feel so good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it was it's funny. I'm I'm still streaking. Yeah, I am a streaker, and I'm still streaking. That's why I'm fancy pants, Lance. Um, it, it was funny. There was one day we drove, literally we drove like 14 hours and we're, we're six or seven hours into it. And as <laughs> I'm like, I was moody and I was cranky and, and Brandy's like, are you okay? What's wrong with you? My wife is like hassling me like, what is going on with you? And sure enough, she's like, you haven't ridden yet today. And I'm like, no, I haven't. You, okay. We need to pull off the road somewhere so you can ride. <laughs> I'm like, okay, let's go ride somewhere because I feel kind of cranky. Um, I did. I rode all the way, or we drove all the way to Vegas um, and back in the last five days. <laughs> I went to. Very, oh, yeah. Yeah. Ryan Lee got married. It was a fantastic. Congratulations, uh, Ryan. Yes. It was, it was great. We had a great time. A couple of my college buddies were there. It was nice to hang out with them. We hiked every day, or I still rode my bike a little bit every day in Vegas. The weather was great in Vegas. It was. Did Ryan send you home with a top ten list by chance? <laughs> no. Oh come on, Ryan. <laughs> he had. Yeah, it's not like he was busy or anything. He had many other things on his mind. What was he mind. doing? <laughs> this guy stand at the There's altar. Only one get married, matters, right? though. It's yeah. not just getting married. It his wife and three of her kids are moving into his house as well. So there's there's. There's a lot of moving parts that were happening Literally and figuratively. Yes. That was a good joke. Right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of moving parts. A lot of things happening there. So, But yeah, rode some mountain bikes, uh, rode uh, my road bike a few times. There's there's a ride that's pretty common out in Vegas. It's up doing the, the Red Rock Canyon Loop or up uh, towards Blue Diamond in the Summerlin area. And like, just to tell you how good my legs felt one day. <laughs> It's like a, there's a five mile climb. It's only like 800 feet. I averaged over 20 miles an hour. Wow. <laughs> and I was like blowing past guys and, and, I, and getting cursed at, and I, I deserved being Why would they at. curse at you? Like, what the hell was that? <laughs> you know, that that <laughs> <What> kind of <laughs> cursing. <laughs> but Lance, yeah. how's the Vegas community doing after the, um, um, I guess car crash incidents where the car went through. Um, what was it like? Five well killed five riders went through a killed, pack of it, cyclists. It yeah. injured like twelve people and killed oh. five guys. And and that happened a good eighty miles south of Vegas. But it was all Vegas riders that it happened to. Yep. Is there any update on that? What's going on with the guy that was on meth driving the box truck? No, no more update other than he's been charged. I think he's been charged at this I point. I sure hope so. Yeah. I actually am not sure if he's been charged. I, yeah. I don't know that yet. Um, yeah, we'll have to. Get I've been trying to track that. that like pretty in depth. Yeah. That's yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of sadness. A lot of you know. It's just it, that was a terrible, terrible event yeah. that happened. And you know, I knew I, they had a big, um, they had a big like memorial ride that they were trying to keep you know kind of under wraps and kind of small. And like four hundred people showed up. Oh jeez. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
One of them, I mean, Tom, Tom Trotter was a big-time uh, everyman jack rider and just yeah. a really influential guy yeah. in that community, especially in the Vegas community. So, yeah. Yeah, so kind of sad. Very tough. Yeah. Very probably. tough yeah. in that community. Mm-hmm. But other than that, rest of my week was great. Good. Did some hiking, found some rocks. You're a rock collector bikes. now, aren't you? Man, I found some rocks. What are you doing with your retirement right now <laughs> well you know you end up in these like rocks back- <laughs> no he's got some really cool geodes and some like really neat rock and fossils fossil. found, yeah. found some fossils he's oh got a God. whole stack of them on his workbench in his garage that we all oh, happened yeah. across last yes. weekend you guys <laughs> all, half the team was in my garage and like what there's a whole bench full of rocks there's some cool rocks i don't know <laughs> something fun to do and brandy digs it too so she you guys connect on that that's fun it's it's a really fun thing to do while you're traveling because yeah. it they're really nice breaks. Hey, there is a spot here that, and it's like it's like a treasure hunt. Yeah. It, this is this is almost, Brandy calling to say we're this is we're this going is almost hunt. the opposite <laughs> of me. So like Lance is like the opposite of a homebody now, but a homebody collects like cats and newspapers. <laughs> Lance, <laughs> who just now travels the world, is the opposite of a homebody collects rocks. That's that's I think the bikes so, and rocks. Well, it's so, either cats and newspapers or bikes and rocks. You got one or the other. So here's half the time we stop somewhere. I'll get on my mountain bike because we're on some backcountry dirt road. And go collect rocks. Well, no, Brandy will go with a dog searching yeah. for treasure. See, it's cooler when Brandy does it. When you do Brandy's it, it's weird. Brandy's searching for, for treasure. And, it's and the I, I ride my bike. Yeah, when Brandy does it, it's cool, eccentric, and like artistic. When Lance does it, it's a guy like stealing rocks. He's running around <laughs> with a mustache looking like he's just stealing rocks. It, the mustache was uh, a big hit at the wedding. No, it was not. It was not. <laughs> I showed up and, and Brian came up to me. He's like, "Shave that right now." You are not a true friend. <laughs> you still have that thing on my face. I'm like, I'm gonna wear a mask. <laughs> so, anyway, awesome. That's it. Mm-hmm. Cool. I still rode bikes every day. I am still streaking as well. Wow. I'm only Let's, doing it because because we are uh, you and Sean Martin. I'm gonna like. I don't know. It's dumb. Shackle you guys to your house and say you're not allowed to go riding. So I will say this. One of my rides last week yeah. was a Zwift ride. I did 12 miles in an hour. Wow. Matt, does that make you proud? <laughs> I went so slow. Lance, I'm so proud of you right now. <laughs> 12 whole miles in an hour. Yeah. yeah. It was, Way to get it done, dude. Yeah. It was purely to check the box. That's uh-huh. the reason I was on there. I rode all five, or I'm sorry, all seven days, five of those being on Zwift. And I did factor in a few kind of like active recovery, like low, like low zone two, upper zone one kind of rides because I was still kind of feeling a little bit of a hangover from that big week the week before. 16 and a half hours that week before kind of got at me a little bit because yeah. we, we did some work on some of those rides and I was just spent. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, and then uh, I did get out and ride on the gravel bike a couple times this past week, which was a, which was a blast. That I, looked awesome. Yeah. I mean, they were the same ride, almost identical, and I just I, I like that route. It's fun. It's like nice mixed terrain, mixed surface, go down on the dike and um, one day I did a little bit of workout. The second day was again just a zone two ride and fun. Yeah, need to go do some more gravel riding though this year. Yes, we do. Yeah. So that's about it for me. I don't want to bore anybody. Too late. I already bored him. <laughs> How about uh, it's January? Um, <laughs> that's all we're doing is boring you at this point. <laughs> oh jeez. How about a little uh, bit of this? Champ Bailey, top five. I think he's in the top five discussion. I mean, I'm not going to go out crazy. Five. Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. Champ Bailey. Champ Bailey by Champ Bailey. 
lead out news. Champ Bailey, what's up? Champ what? Bailey here. As we're in January, the, the the intro to Champ Bailey is like almost longer than the available news for lead out. Okay, well, except there, for cyclocross. Okay, there was like ten cyclocross races. There was a lot of I'm not special week still. Go, what? It's still special week over there. It, it's still special week or festive week. Oh, no, special week. I like special. I like can special, you pronounce any week. of them? I've been trying to track it. Ender Monday. I, I look at every single Oost. one, I'm like, no idea. <laughs> I No, I can't pronounce any of them. Um, the the biggest thing you need to know is if it's relatively dry, Matthew Vanderpool won. If it's muddy, uh, Wout Van Aert was close, but yeah. still didn't win. Matthew, yeah. he's, he's he's raced, what is it? Is January, is Jan, today January 4th or is it the 5th? All day long, it's the oh. 4th. Okay, mm-hmm. it's just, there's been three races already and Matthew Vanderpool won all of them. Oh, a, a couple of them, one of them by minutes. He just like, crushed him so okay quick question best all-time cyclocross racer are we looking at at least two guys that you have to throw their hat the name oh, of they hat. have to i mean would you else? put mvp as the best all-time cyclocross know. racer you no know, sven niece was, was um wicked fast he was the man for like yeah eight or nine years and were you won at many he- world championships yeah. were, and you, were you at hetmere when he came out and did the hetmere race it uh, wasn't sven niece i thought that was, was sven niece that was lars vanderhaar oh I, I oh, know way too Lars. much. Okay. <laughs> good old Lars. Lars Van Haar is still racing, by the way. Wow. Okay. But, anyway, sorry. Yeah. But back to those two guys. Would you? I, I don't know. I I think Sven Nies is still at the top of that list think because so? he had like six world championships yeah. and, and Vanderpool has two, one, two, two. Two. I think Wout has I think Wout three. has three. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but, so what, MVP, if they, but what if they combined into one cyclist? No. <laughs> Would they be better then? MVP I think the two of them are making each other better. For yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. MVP's yeah. only 25, so he's got a few more years to tack some stuff on, but to get up to that six mark, that's tough. It's going to be hard because he is going to move on to other cycling things. Yeah, we'll get to that in just a second. But, mm-hmm. Yeah. I heard he's so going I, to triathlon next year. No. I'm joking. So... <laughs> <laughs> so um, in On the women's side, it... it uh, Almost every race has been won by Lucinda Brand. Um, Alvarado had the the reigning world championship. She was up there in quite a few races as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Clara Hunsinger was close to the podium in a few races, but didn't quite crack the top three, I think. I, I don't know. I was driving most of this week, so I didn't see any of Watching and driving. <laughs> Safely driving while watching cyclocross. <laughs> So pretty pretty interesting. Uh, world championships are coming up, and certainly uh, it is Vanderpool's race to win or lose. Um, but it, it's really a race between Vanderpool, Van Aert, and possibly Pidcock. I'm yeah. going with Pidcock. That's my pick right there. Numero uh, uno, the 21-year-old. Pid- Pidcock can win mm. if Vanderpool has a bad day. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. <laughs> and it's dry. Cause if mechanical it's, or two. If it's yeah. muddy, well, we'll ride away from both of them. Pickock will not win if it's yeah. muddy. He's too small. So on the women's side, there's like eight different women who could possibly win. It's been kind mm-hmm. of a toss-up. And Claire Hunsinger is uh, one of those eight that could Let's possibly win. Let's just go for Hunsinger. Let's we'll just all pick Hunsinger. But it's going to be Lucinda Brand. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. What else you got there, champ? Um, there was some big news in Tour de France um, announcements. They did invite uh, Alpecin oh, Phoenix, Phoenix to, yeah. uh, and not just Tour de France, but all the world tours. The world tours, yep. So that means Matthew Vanderpool will be riding in the world tours, or at least one or two of them. So 
I'm curious to see who they put out as their GC guy. Or are they just going to have like a, a they'll just uh, they'll they'll he, just stage hunt. Stage hunt. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Hunt. He yeah. said he's there to race for sponsors. He's not there. Yeah. I mean, and he'll go for stages, but you know, he's he, it, that's too long of a race for him. Yeah. right no. now. So, so I've got two interesting takes. I think he will win a tour stage, one tour stage, but he will not finish the tour. Yeah. I don't think he'll finish. Maybe not. You know, he didn't race. I think it'll be by choice. I think he'll be smart. He didn't race the, uh, his his goal is the Olympics. Yeah. You know, um, mountain bike Olympics, cross country yeah. mountain bike Olympics, and the like, cross world championships. Yeah. Do, you know and- do, do you know what doesn't prepare you for... <laughs> Really hard mountain bike tour. racing, three weeks no, of climbing. It does. <laughs> Leading into that, the tour will be the first week of June or January. I'm sorry, July. July, July right? Yeah. I haven't eaten in like 24 hours, so <laughs> pardon me. Um, no. So then, gosh, the Olympics ketones is August, isn't it? In. Yeah, ketones. Uh, yeah, it's in August. <laughs> I was about to make a ketones joke. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's in it's in August. I he's going to carry some fatigue August. into that, but yep. he's just, if somebody can do it, yep. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That should be interesting. It'll just be him versus Wow. That'll be, I mean, on, on like any stage that's like, oh, man, this is a stage for a poacher. It'll be like just those guys dominating any breakaway they get into and Al Philippe trying to hang on. Well, this like, is going to be a fun year to watch. Oh, it it's going to be a blast yeah. for those stages, yeah. Like Vanderpool, he didn't do the world championships because he's like, that course was too hard for me. I didn't want to do it. And, and oh yeah, that was for it sure was not like, his course. It was like seven hours, was so like 140 climbing. miles in like seven hours or yeah. something. Yeah, he said he wouldn't have been able to hang. That's you know where. Well, and they hit just... that climb. Like how many times did they hit that climb at the end? I don't know. Because it was like the it was like four times. Yeah, or? it was like the last time up. Alaphilippe pips everybody, which would be like the, the, that's his. St- I mean, that's and his race, away. and he's half the size of Matthew yeah. Vanderpool. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. Uh, I think that's all I got. Was there something else? No. Okay. <laughs> Champ out. Evan, do you have anything that you need to add to that, or Matt? No. no. None of the people we talked about last week have picked up any new bike sponsors. Oh, Josh Amberger went with Specialized. I mentioned that last time. Oh, did he really? I didn't know that. Yeah, he's got a really funny video out on YouTube. Josh Amberger's a comedian. He's he's a triathlete that should have gone into com- like comic. I he's, did not. I don't follow him on YouTube. Oh, he's he's he only has a couple YouTube videos, but he's he's Still. hilarious. He he does race reports, and they're very very funny. That's good. Yeah. Outside of that, nothing in the world of triathlon. Cool. All right. Hey, how about some uh, quick Patreon news? Again, we've uh, still got our same group of Patreons. Thank you so much. Um, we talked about, or at least I talked about last week, us doing a live broadcast of the show this week. Um, we're going to have to push that off another week, maybe two. I'm still waiting for some hardware to show up so that we can make the multi-camera thing work here. I in. wore my best black t-shirt for you, <laughs> and we're not on camera. It is coming. It's it's <laughs> inevitable. It's going to happen, I promise. Um, so, yeah, but again, thank you for our patrons to help make that happen. Um, for this week, though, we uh, did say that we're going to do a little drawing. You know why? Because today is our 150th episode. 150. Hallelujah. <laughs> 150 times we've pestered you guys and bored you and blabbered on. So we're going to do a quick drawing. Lance has got the little... Uh, container going with everybody's names in here who is a current patron i believe there's like 19 or 20 people in there i get to i get to draw so i'm gonna look the other direction and pull out a name and it's gonna be perry york perry york yeah perry york so mr perry when you uh hear this come on down to the dialed cycling lab or the dialed endurance lab or six one half dozen other and get yourself a um dialed neck buff 
which is beautiful for this time of year when we're riding out in these uh, crappy weather times and it's cold. Keep your uh, keep your face and ears and yep. head warm. So, plus it's really good for COVID stuff. Yes, it is. Yeah. So thank you, uh, everybody, for that. Appreciate it, and uh, we'll do another drawing probably in a month. Okay. Good times. Yeah. Why do you got this coy look on your face, Lance? I don't know. Yeah, you're looking at me like you're you're saving something. I, up you I, have something to say. I got nothing to say. <laughs> you just got this like chest cat smirk <laughs> on his face. I think that's just that, the mustache. And the mustache doesn't make it any nicer. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So, um, our topic for today, you guys, ketones. Where do I get some? Ketones. I got some in my bag here. <laughs> no, seriously though, uh, that's kind of like a thing that's. Do you uh, really have ketones? Yes, I do. Oh do you my really? God, yeah. Of course, you're taking ketones. <laughs> No, it's it's a funny story. Is it? <laughs> Here, you guys can look at. You can't have it, but you can look at crap. it. Bottoms up. Wow, that that is dense. Oh my god, L- Lance! How much do those things cost? Those little shots. That's of why I haven't used them yet. <laughs> oh yeah, you're saving how these, much they right? Cost? I, don't, I don't know what I'm saving them for. Yeah. So these can Can you see them, uh, Matt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw. I mean, they, they're dark vial. It's of, like a little vial. Know, it's it's two fluid ounces. What does this? EPO stand for? <laughs> <laughs> Inject directly into gluteal muscle. What is this? From it's, Lance's backpack? <laughs> this is two fluid ounces. It's from um, AG or ketone performance, whatever. These are ketone esters. This one bottle is 35 bucks. Yes, sir. Wow. Are you serious? It was 115 bucks for these three bottles. And I ordered them. Plus tax. Yeah, I ordered them from the feed because I'm like, I want to, I want to try these out. And then I I realized there was so much money, and so I've been holding on to them to use like in a longer race or something. And when I'm there, and you want someone to go toe to toe with, yeah, I'm just afraid. I I haven't cracked them because they're so so freaking expensive. (laughs) We'll get into this in a little bit, but I'm, I'm curious, like, what the protocol is for taking this stuff. I'm, I'm sure that there's a protocol that they gave you to follow. But um, so long story short, this is becoming pretty prevalent in the cycling world. And there was a, a Road Bike Action Magazine um, article that came out uh, a few days ago. And it's basically just kind of going through the, the quote-unquote $100, $100 water bottle uh, phenomenon. And it really just has to do with people taking the ketones. And there's a lot of teams that are using this now. And there's um, there's kind of a little bit of a scuttlebutt out there whether or not they should be able to do this, whether or not it should be legal. And um, just like in general, like, is this good for the sport? So, Evan, are you, uh, are you pretty ketone savvy? You, you kind of know what's going on here? Uh, since we brought this up, I remember when this became a big issue, la- I forget whose YouTube channel I saw that he was using it on. Um, was it, uh, no, I, I think it may have been vegan cyclists. I, I'm, I'm not sure if it was Dylan Johnson who was talking about it. I did, I did a little bit of looking. I'm, I'm usually immediately pretty skeptical of any supplement that they're claiming yep. to be anything that's better than just hard work in my, my opinion, recovering. Right. But so the, the the research done on this, it's actually interesting. A lot of research gets done from military bases. Uh, same thing whenever I do blood flow restriction therapy and training for people. All, all that research that we use for tourniquet research was done off off military, you know, research. And this this was too as well. Let's say it was done by Oxford University uh, doctors uh, in the early 2000s. So it's been around for a bit. I find it interesting that, of course, cycling's the sport that would take some. <laughs> some more radical like military research right. and be like, let's, <laughs> let's, let's use this. But it seems 
Okay, it's it, it's obviously debated, so we can just put that aside. There's there's going to be different opinions and everything. The the main idea behind ketones. So um, anybody who's heard the term ketone before, ketone is just a molecular body that you find when your body is beginning to undergo fat metabolism. Correct. Um, to go into ketosis is when you hit a certain threshold of that amount of ketones, and that's not good. But ke- ketosis is bad. In my personal opinion, there's going to be, I'm sure there's somebody listening to this right now who's about to rip me alive because they're- I'm ready prob- to rip you alive. I'll, because, I'll, I'm ready to go. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let's also preface, none of us are nutritionists on no, here. No, we but are not. I, I feel stayed like we- stayed at holiday yeah, last night. Yeah. yeah. So, but, but, I did, yeah, but I did stay at holiday. <laughs> I, have no, I have no nutritional degree, but I did stay at holiday. In. But going into ketosis consistently, there's no research showing that that is a good thing for your body to do. No. Because how do you go into ketosis? Uh, you burn you all your yourself. glycogen stores. Right. You either have <laughs> not your, all your glycogen stores. There are some glycogen stores right. you cannot touch. But you're either your usable glycogen. You've stores. been fasting for what is it? Way too long. Is it 18 hours to hit ketosis? Yeah, I think that's when you I start to hit that. You hit ketosis average. if you've been yeah. fasting for 18 hours, or um, you are not taking in any carbohydrates in your diet at all. And that's yeah. what the that's what the keto diet is, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's keto, like almost short for ketosis. Yes, yeah. short mm-hmm. for ketosis, so that you're not taking in any carbohydrates, so your body is burning fat for fuel. Yes. Now, it's also understand this is always percentage based. So now I do have some experience here because I worked in a testing lab for a little bit. So it's there's whenever people are saying, "Oh, I'm carb burning right now," or "I'm fat burning." Okay, that's based off of your RER, which is a guesstimation of how much between carbs and fat you're burning. Right dominantly let, let's say you're doing the ramp test mostly carbs you're basically burning carbs all your glycogen stores quick glucose your body's trying to get as much energy as possible you're going on one of lance's six hour escapades you're probably <laughs> going to be burning a higher percentage of fat throughout that entire experience yeah, it's just the crossover effect exactly right? yeah. yeah yeah so um to so measuring the, the the amount of ketones in your system would just be indicative of the fact that you're burning fat at a higher rate, which is yeah. easier on your system aerobically, easier on your system energy transfer wise. Well, the, and you're saving your glucose your, yes, for when it matters. When it matters, yeah. So you burn if you if you're taking in key, key, you know ketones while you're racing or riding, yeah. you're burning that as energy, you know, fuel energy instead of the glycogen or glucose in your system. Mm-hmm. So that's I think that's the way I understand it. Yes. So what they're yes. what they're what they're saying is that athletes, like, according to the feed, uh, and from this company, Road, Road Bike Action has a great article on yeah. this. The, the, the one that you sent us, Jake, actually does a very good job of breaking it down. It does, yeah. A study at Oxford showed that elite cyclists rode 400 meters further in a 30-minute time trial when they fueled with ketones, so they could go a little bit further in a 30 minute time trial. That's the that's one of the data points that they're yeah, to going faster using. Perform, you, performance enhancing. Your performance enhancing. Yeah. Yep. I I always have a big problem with like performance research though. Yeah. Because it's usually going to be less people. I I just think it's too small sample size usually to to give us a good idea. Now, I I know that cuz looking at that research they they did obviously give a placebo, you know, there there was a placebo, so they're yep. telling somebody here at the same time, "Hey, you're taking ketones and you're not taking ketones actually." But still, I think it's when you're when you're talking, so there's there was an interesting note in that article talking about of the riders in the Tour de France using it, it was about a fifty fifty split on what riders said their performance increased. This is subjective. Sure. Their performance increased versus their performance decreased. So if I'm thinking 
okay, if ketones is supposed to be something that really exogenously, so there's no argument that obviously if ketones are in your system, your body's doing a better job of fat metabolizing at that time. But that's, can we trigger these things exogenously is always the question to me. And by exogenously, I mean external, not, not an internal driven something. This is um, a really good example is glucosamine chondroitin, which has been highly debated as something that can improve joint health over time. Sure. Some people say yes. Some people say no. I'm not here to say yes or no. What I am here to say is that the problem is they don't believe that exogenously you can improve joint health just by taking something orally. So yes, glucosamine chondroitin is very important in joint health and rebuilding, but does that mean that if you take it exogenously, your body accepts it and synthesizes it? Does your body recognize that an exogenous ketone is something that your body is, because ketones are a signaling system for your body. Correct. Outside of a byproduct, it's a signaling system for your body. But it's also an energy source. The ketones themselves are, the ketone esters are actually an energy source. It can be recycled back into energy. Correct. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's the thing. I, that's why I, I, that's why I've struggled. I bought these and I never used them because I'm like, okay, now, when, you know you can use them for recovery. That's what right. part of this research is also saying, but, which is more interesting to me actually. But, I'm going to yeah. take a $35 yeah. little bottle for recovery. Yeah. It seems too expensive. I want to do Maybe that's why it's all these big teams I wanna, that are doing it. I want to do an experiment with Lance here. Go for it. We'll pay him $35 afterwards cuz I feel bad doing this. We're going to unwrap all these bottles so you don't know <laughs> if you're taking ketones or not. Gonna we are going to choose one. three races. <laughs> one of those races, you will have actually taken ketones. Two of those races, no, you will not have taken ketones. Well, I wonder if I should have and I want to like see right before one of my difference. races. <laughs> uh, I'm very confused. And just out of curiosity, any side effects with this? I mean, is this something where you're going to be like That's over wonderful. in the bushes, like, you know, Kind of the FDA <laughs> states that ketones are grass, which stands for generally regarded as safe. Huh. Yeah, I don't. I uh, mean. Too much, too much is um, stomach distress and diarrhea, and um, severe mustache growth. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what: if there was a one point five percent chance that I could have diarrhea after doing this, I wouldn't do it. That's that's how firmly I hate GI distress during a race. Is I would take the one percent well, chance. You've got GI distress. That's dehydration to boot. And that's gonna yeah. Also, right. pooping in the woods is going to slow down your 20K or, time trial effort, or, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Or in your neighbor's front yard. <laughs> <laughs> or off a cliff in Santa Cruz. <laughs> Wait, what? Next to a cliff. It wasn't off the cliff. It was next to the cliff. I pooped during that race. We talked about this. I pooped twice oh, during that race no. while running next to, to Lauren Brandon. So, yeah. Yep. This has been diarrhea talk. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, I mean, like, so the so the recovery bit from this is interesting. So, so there's a doctor talking on here about how he, he believes the most beneficial part of ketones is actually that it decreases the anti, uh, antioxidant nature of that, that breakdown cycle. So obviously, if you're Lance and you go and ride super hard for four or five hours, your body's in an antioxidant state. There's a lot of free radicals doing damage in your body. Um, those, think of those free radicals as basically the byproduct of a lot of muscular activity over time. Now, that's a natural process of your body, just like inflammation is a natural process of your body after effort. The, the goal of ketones is actually as an antioxidant right. agent. So right. in theory, you know, and this is all in theory. So everybody understand that there's not enough research to, to unequivocally say anything. Right. So if you're somebody sitting here saying, no, Evan, you're wrong. This is how it works. You're already wrong because none of this is proven. 
So what this is, is it's got some antioxidant qualities, which I like over taking this like right before a race. The idea of taking this right before a race to me is like, caffeine's already proven it's great at like in like choose your liquids carefully like sure don't make a chemistry experiment in your stomach right before you go and try to do a four-hour hard you race gotta, you gotta use it in training before you yeah. use it in a race that's so expensive you know training you're not gonna <laughs> that's 35 bucks a bike that's yeah. what i'm saying that's the yeah. biggest problem with this because here's it's so expensive so, so here's the thing even reading all this and knowing like oh the tour de france guys use this would you having not used this before before your biggest race of the year pop this in your bottle that you're going to take during the race that's why these three <laughs> bottles are unopened, because I keep thinking I need to try this before race. Yeah. But then when do you try it? But okay, so I'm gonna try it in a, in a like hard training effort. Wait, what if that goes but, bad? Right. Then then I'm not gonna use it for a race. Yeah. And I know. And but there's I just, a lot of other factors that could have played months. into that. It could have been working great, but you could have just had a bad day. Right. So <laughs> you got to do it like three or four times to like even that yeah. out. And all of a sudden it's it's yeah it's a hundred dollar freaking bottle so yeah. let's say it does work fantastic then i'm pissed you're gonna start buying them by <laughs> the case or what do it's so expensive now do you have that you moment can... though where you're like is this doping <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay according to the according i don't to care WADA, what it's according to <laughs> according okay. to the world anti-doping agency it is not a banned substance i'm i'm sure it's completely legal but if in your head you're like that felt way too easy Okay. Is there anything in you, any inkling in you that's like, this is a little cheaty, just a little cheaty? And then how are you going to feel like every time you go on like a group ride and we're out there slugging out and you didn't take, you're like, oh, I didn't take my ketones. Yeah, yeah my ketones. that's a good to take one Before right you go there. race, you're like, right. oh, I didn't take my yeah. ketones. Like there's a psychological component to yes. that. Yep. It's, it's just like with using, for a lot of people using- This is my danger with dress. that. Yeah, th- yeah. Th- this is my danger with that. You get in your head too, because here's the thing. There's a million factors as to what makes a good day on the bike. Nobody can quantify that. Right. We can always talk about quantifying, which is the fun of all this. But sometimes you just get on the bicycle and you have a, you know, what uh, what was the old saying? Um, uh, the sensations are good in the legs today. I think it was a contour quote. Uh, it was like know. the most just classic. Like, like they asked him, like, how would you have a good day today? Like, uh, Alberto, how would your day go? And I think his answer was something like, the sensations were good. That's all he said. <laughs> so it's like, how do you quantify that day? You don't. But let's say that the sensations are not good. You take ketones and let's say, yeah, they do help you, but you have a crap day that day. I mean, there's there's so much psych-wise that can go on in your head as a good cyclist. You're absolutely right. Yeah. That's why these three bottles are unopened. So do you want to mess with this? <laughs> I feel like we're just talking at Lance for this. <laughs> I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the opposite of what you guys are going. I say I'm go so for excited it, Lance. For Matt. Yeah. And if you have some bad day or you have some good day, you know, we're all in there. We're like, oh, you know, I haven't had lunch and I'm, you know, a little bit hungry before this ride or I had a hard workout yesterday. We have tons of excuses. So, yeah, one of the excuses in addition to those other excuses might be like, yeah, I didn't have my ketones today or whatever it is. But I don't think that that's I don't. First of all, I don't think that this is a drug that should be banned. Second of all, I don't I mean, I, I've never tried it and I've never used it. So I'm not really an expert on the subject matter. But um it's not banned. It's fair game. You know, if I mean, I think majority of us would probably take caffeine before a race. That yep. was a banned substance at one point um, if you took it in excess. So I, I have no problem with this currently. I say Lance should be the test subject for all of us. And 
you know, yes, you could use it as another excuse, but we have plenty of excuses already. I don't think that that's a valid reason to not use it. If anybody's willing to be a Patreon for Dr. Lance Hubbard, <laughs> <laughs> keto in use, I'd be can I, can, Show sponsor? Can, can I be a devil's advocate against myself? Because now I want to piggyback off Matt. I'm going to oh, devil's no. advocate my previous self. Committed, Evan. No, 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 no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to criticize my former comment. So... Being as open to protecting what I think elite cyclists have to do in Grand Tours without banning every substance that they're using to help their bodies get through that terrible, awful, grueling experience. I think from what the the, the initial research is showing with the recovery aspect of ketones, I think it should not be made a banned substance at any point because it's 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 a naturally occurring chemical in the body so i think i think you're basically just trying to dose a little bit more of that for the ridiculous efforts these guys are having so is testosterone and so is human growth hormone that's a good point those are both natural and epo too so is EPO. yeah that's natural what Uh, say you mr price (laughs) all right playing devil's advocate against evan what he said 15 seconds ago it should be banned (laughs) no i think i think this is like if it helps their recovery i really do think i i think that we just need more ways to help these cyclists because i think the Grand Tours are getting harder and harder and harder. I think I think they yeah. really, really are. But you know what else have recovery? Eating right and yeah. and resting and having a massage. And yeah. Well, they do all that already. You know, Trust. if Chris Froome gets that nine hours of sleep and I don't, that's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> that's right? a good point. I mean, it's right. the same that's a good kind point. of concept yeah, of right. like, hey, we know sleep is the most effective recovery yes. tool. Yes. I think what it comes down to is like, does everyone have equal access to this? Yeah. You want to, you kind of want to even level. I feel like we at least sort of want a level playing field. Like, like almost the tour should supply a certain dosage of this to each team. I'm, I if bet everybody's you, using it, it's very expensive. I, I know that's a slippery you, slope to walk. But. I bet you every team is using these. Well, I'm yep. sure most of them are. I mean, they're yeah. all using them. Yeah. You know, if they have any type of budget yeah. at all. That, if, if vegan cyclists is using this, you know every Tour de France yeah. riders using this. <laughs> We're talking about guys where the entire team is riding on. Ten, twelve, fifteen thousand dollar bikes. Correct. They've got major sponsors. They're yeah. you they know every to... every single evening for recovery, they're popping this in their oh, I'm yeah. sure they are. I mean, well, it wasn't who who got caught with this finishing bottle? Wasn't that Wout Van Art? No, that was no. Uh, no. Remco Evanpole. Evanpole, yeah. Who was it that had that? There crash was somebody else. Where no. they grabbed the somebody. That's, I think that's who it was, Matt Remco Evanpole. Yeah, Wout was walking to like a podium or something, and he passed off his little bottle to his. Oh, was it Wout too? Yeah. It passed off the bottle to to like one of the Sonier. Sonier. Yeah. yeah, he's doping for and sure. He, and he no, and he goes, yeah, that's that's my finishing bottle. And the, you know, what's in the finishing bottle? It's this crap. It's, it's ketones. Yeah, it's ketones yep. and yeah. sugar and caffeine. It's probably all of that stuff all yeah. concentrated into some. And I guess sticky. me 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 being a massive hypocrite there too. If I'm to sit here and say like, oh, these guys shouldn't be allowed to take ketones, I probably shouldn't be taking a Red Bull before I hop on the bike every that single time. Correct. Yeah. What's the difference? What else is in Red Bull other than caffeine? Well, I mean, it's really doing the exact opposite of what the, the ketones are doing, but I get your point. Yeah, it's, it's actually forcing me to expel basically all my glycogen stores as quick as I can. That's right. But, that's right. And this is burning this Imagine of if I mix these two and see how I'd feel. Just Red Bull and ketones into a bottle. Let's see what happens. Actually, they're, actually probably just level out. Their instructions <laughs> say to take it with some carbohydrate. So you're not just... Interesting. Yeah. Um like if you're if you're using it for a race, oh wait, I get it. How to use 
AG Ketone Performance. For best results, drink Ketone Performance with carbohydrate-containing food or drink. See, but wouldn't that feel... I feel like you're messing around with your natural system. If you're trying to take this during the race... I understand this as a finishing bottle, as like a, okay, race is done, let's get the recovery process going as quick as possible. Or finishing bottle meaning you need to take this before the last hour of the race. It gets passed to you before the last hour. So while I guess you're in more of like a zone two effort time period. Yeah. Okay. Before you're about to really. But how quick is your body's it? response to ke- like like uh-huh. to exogenous ketones? I'm I'm saying there's a lot of variables there because let's say you take that and then all of a sudden MVP decides he's about to break away and I'm Remco Evanpole taking my ketones bottle and now all of a sudden five minutes later I'm having to put out a max FTP effort for thirty minutes. Yeah, well. I'm just you have like the to timing th- that's dicey. Yeah. Yeah. You got to think though that the teams and the the people behind this that are working with the teams have that down to a science. Yeah, I mean, it has to be. I mean, yeah, but but but, but I'm saying like a race, a, 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 a yeah, race before. is unpredictable enough where sure. you wouldn't know. Of course, you know? yeah, yeah. I mean, like if you could predict, you're like, okay, your system processes this roughly in 30 mm. minutes. We save that glycogen. We know nothing's going to happen before the last climb. Sure, but yeah. yeah. Well, they've the was the British team has been using this since the 2012 2012 Olympics. Olympics. And Sky and Wiggins used them in the 2012 Olympics. And I think that's only also become, when they started making robots yeah. that ride bikes <laughs> in Britain. And it's only become more prevalent since then, with more teams and, and more cyclists using it. So there has to be something there. I mean, it has Brailsford's to be. Brailsford's a smart guy. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, this could be a part of the whole marginal thing, marginal gains thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe it doesn't make like a huge, huge difference, but if you start to add it in with all the other things, it is going to make a difference. If it's going to help out with recovery, great. But here's the question for you guys. Should it be legal? I mean, there's a lot of people that throw this into a gray area. There's a lot of people that sit on anti-doping agencies and, and they will say it should absolutely be banned, but that's kind of like their MO. That's what they say about yeah. everything. But there are people on teams now coming out and saying that this should not be a legal substance for the teams and, and riders to be using. What do you guys think? I don't I don't know. Well, I think injectable B vitamins are still illegal. They any, are illegal? Any, anything injectable sure. yeah. is illegal. Huh. Well, any, any, yeah. you're not supposed to get any injections. No. But I mean that that was like B vitamins was the 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 small one and I know Lance and like Tyler Hamilton all that yeah. we'll, we'll talk about in their books. That was like I think their first foray into what they considered doping was some of the recovery cocktails mm-hmm. they they would inject in. But what's the difference between that and Taking a bottle of ketones. I mean, if the if the end goal is decrease free radicals and improve your antioxidant function post recovery, I mean, what's the difference? Do we know? I mean, like, I I I think it should be allowed. I do, but I'm saying, like, how does Wada and Usada like? How do you make the difference between those two? You know, mm-hmm. and I'm not still sure if that's still not allowed. I would imagine they're not. So but. your answer, Lance, is should it be legal or not? I I said I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> a crappy answer <laughs> it, it, it is a non-committal answer because i'm gonna drink these three bottles and go get on my bike uh-huh. i still hope in the next three days these now become like illegal by like obra like obra will come out and be like i'm sorry we're no, no longer allowed in ketones yeah that's not gonna ever happen in obra <laughs> they don't test anything no no um so you're on the i don't know fence what about you evan um i do not think it should be illegal but I find it hard to believe how they're going to be able to justify that with thing, other things they've made illegal. Wait, you do think it should be illegal? No, no, no. I, I do not think it should be illegal. Okay. But I'm saying with what's already on their banned list, I find it strange to think that's something that's supposed to really help with recovery. Right. 
that they somehow just look over and they're like, no, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Evan, yeah. Like, what do you like what do you medicine. look on like what do you see on their band list that makes you concerned that they're not legitimate? Like Cold medicine. Nine inch socks. Yeah, but cold <laughs> medicine basically has <laughs> nine inch socks. Uh, has similar like um, what's the medication that's like methamphetamines? It's like that same upper pseudoephedrine. Yeah, one yeah, one one that I would point to, Matt. Actually, that's is a is performance is enhancer. One one that I would specifically point to, and this some some, some people actually be surprised. I'm saying this. I'm sure, um, sure. is uh, different growth factors. So like HGH. Sure. Here's the thing with HGH. You, you think HGH should be legal? Absolutely. Yeah, I think I think I think it should be allowed in 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 protective doses. Uh, the goal of HGH is actually tendon healing, so not must not I need some of that man. Not not <laughs> mus- drinking that stuff. Not Matt, not muscular growth. So so everybody thinks that 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 it's primarily muscular growth because you look at Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire and think, man, those guys are huge. Um, what it's it's it's, it's part of a recovery cycle cocktail that your body releases. Um, throughout the entire endocrine system, it's 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 part of your recovery cycle. Um, it can get abused absolutely and become very very effective in training your butt off day after day and improving your muscular overall recovery cycle because a tendon is attached to a muscle. But I I just look at these, you know, Matt. I'm just like cruising through the list. Sure. But you know, beta two agonist two. It's it's just there's there's things here that are part of your body's natural recovery cycle. That are banned, yeah. Inge- but, you know, injectable before, B vitamins. So is EPO. So is testosterone. I just don't. Uh, I feel EP, like EPO is, is more is aerobic. A H, you know, EPO is more of like you. You can argue that e, that EPO is more in the lines of improving your aerobic engine. Mm. Um, you know, I don't think that. Well, ketone. You know, yeah. This is you're right, Matt. This is this is a slippery slope because. If I, if I improve my fat metabolism, technically I'm improving my aerobic engine. You know, I'm I'm indirectly improving my aerobic engine because my body's going to be saving glycogen, which would improve my ability to perform aerobically later in a race, roughly. Finish strong. You know, yeah. I I'm just not sure where the line is here for right? so, like like what I, is a recovery but, supplement and what is a banned drug. Like, like, is there a line of what they consider between the two? And I am no expert on this list by any means, and I'm not a pharmacist, but I do know what your endocrine system naturally does to help recovery, and I'm just not seeing where the line is here. I think you're right. I think that your point is, like, this is a very difficult line to draw, right? Where it's like, you have all of these things where it's like caffeine was on the list, like a certain amount of caffeine would, you know, test you yeah, positive that's a great for example, actually. You know, something performance enhancing drugs. And then now that's not the case. Like it's a very difficult line to draw. I mean, we, you know, protein shakes, like where do you, you know, of course we don't, we wouldn't think that would be added, but other things are on the list Helps that are, recovery you know, yeah. recovery enhancement tools. I just think that, you know, these are decided by a, committee of doctors and probably pharmacists um they're looking at this stuff and they're saying like okay well this has the ability to be abused especially in excess um you know i'm thinking like you mentioned hgh and i just think like okay well we kind of have to decide on who's on that committee let them make the decision and then those are the rules and then that's the line in the sand because otherwise we play this like wishy-washy well 
you know, why is this banned versus that banned? Like, no, it was banned by this committee, therefore it is illegal. Um, and so uh, if the question is like, you know, what about this particular substance to ketones? You know, right now it's not banned. Like I have, if I'm going into competition and I'm racing against Lance and Lance is all doped up on his ketones and his mustache gets an extra inch longer, like that's the sacrifice that I'm like willing to roll with. It's just like, you know what? He does not have a advantage over me. Um, You know, he is able to purchase this, these ketones. He is also able to purchase a nice bike uh, and whatever X, Y, other Z things that he might be able to do. Um, it's not illegal. Uh, it just is what it is. He's playing within the rules. So, you know, that's my stance on it. It always has been because I think it gets to be difficult if you say, well, um, this person has something that this other person doesn't have. Well, if they're both playing within the rules and they're both playing within the rules, I think I just don't know a, another way to tackle it. God, I don't want to race guys if this is effective and all of a sudden everybody <laughs> in triathlons using this. I don't my, think my I, lifetime I, goal of top 10 goes out I, the window. I, <laughs> no. It's so expensive. I don't think a lot of people will use it because it's so expensive. I don't know, man. Oh, Triathletes spend money on dumb easy. stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's a good point. Never mind. Yeah. So, so if I lose by more this year, I'm going to blame this. Okay. Just so just so we're aware. Okay, good. Well, actually, I'll come back Let's to my blame question. blame it for last year, too, Evan. Yeah. I, so, I'm, I'm just going to retroactively blame it. Yes or no, banned? No. No. What about you, Matt? Um, I'll go with the opposite of whatever everyone else says. <laughs> of course Matt, you will. Matt thinks it needs to be banned. I'm saying no. That's Okay, so Matt's going to say yes, it should be banned then. Yeah, it needs to be banned, guys, because <laughs> let me just go on record here. It needs to be banned because too much of it is bad for you, and they just haven't done the studies yet to figure out what that they need to ban this. And so the committee's going to meet at some point, and they're going to be like, "Yeah, no, we need to get this out of the peloton, and uh, it'll get banned." So, <laughs> I actually do agree with you that really, since it's only been military-wise medically studied since the early 2000s, that's a pretty short window for any like longitudinal studies to have actually been done. We're talking like probably like a 15-year window here. That's a yeah. real small window. So, <clears throat> you guys are good with the performance-enhancing effects of this. That feels like a loaded question. Just curious. <laughs> I mean, no, what you should ask is, will you take them if there are performance enhancing benefits? Would I take them? Yeah. I probably would if it wasn't 39 bucks a bottle. <laughs> it's 39 bucks. Let's say a ben, Let's Lance say. just pulled it up for a case of 50. It was like, what, 1500 bucks? No, it was $1,900 for a case of 50. Yeah, just $1, on that alone. $1,900 for a case of yeah. 50 of these bottles. So, Wait, what does the math even work out to there? Oh, yeah, the, that's okay. So the, it's like 30 bucks a bottle. $39 okay. a bottle. How get, many of those a day do you have to take if you're following their regimen? Is it more than once a day? They yeah. probably you just take them when you need them. There's you, take 30 minutes before races. Um, uh, you, you take a bottle for recovery. If you're more than 180 pounds, you might need more than one bottle. For, See, per, per 30 serving. minutes before a race? What if you're doing a cyclocross or a crit race? That doesn't even make sense from what they're saying is the physiological benefit then. I don't know about that, Evan. I think you've got an extra energy source. We don't think that I, I wouldn't okay. expect there to be like a long delay between when you ingest this and when you'll be actually able to benefit from it. So I think cyclocross might be, you know, 30 minutes before your uh, cyclocross race might be prime time. Here's here's their uh, here's their recommendation. Um in, for endurance, you drink uh, 
one of these bottles 15 to 30 minutes before exercise along with your usual carbohydrate fuel. If you weigh more than 180 pounds, you might need more than one serving. Um, for resilience, for extended exercise, try with carbohydrates every two to three hours. So Ooh. every two to three hours during the ride. And for recovery, help your muscles recover and restore lost glycogen. Drink immediately after exercise with your post-workout carbohydrate nutrition to rebuild muscle overnight. See, Drink a serving before sleep. So that's what I think is the I mean, finishing. You're looking bottle. at 120 to 180 dollars a day. A day if this is like why that guy run. took that out of Remco Evanpole's pocket. It's like that's too yeah. expensive. You He's didn't like, use you it. Kidding me? Using this that's almost a hundred bucks in his pocket. <laughs> Remco, I don't care if you're dead. Give me that bottle. <laughs> there's Check probably his pulse somebody real quick. Wait, where's the ketones? There's probably one <laughs> Sonier in charge of the ketones. <laughs> Keep track of yeah. the ketones. I was like, what if he's dead? So he's like, I don't care. You get the ketones off his body then. <laughs> Just Because that's on you're basically scaled a mountain to get down there to grab a $100 bottle of this stuff. That's right. <laughs> that is ridiculous. And there has to be a massive margin in this stuff. If you're producing it in large scale, there's no way that it boils down to that. And I don't think that they're pricing it. Ketones can't be that hard to get either. I mean, like, what, to, to like manufacture this? I don't know. It's got to be hard yeah, if it's we have no idea. expensive. We have no idea. I mean, those Oxford guys are pretty smart, Matt. I don't know. They probably have a really cheap way to do this now. They starve dogs, and then they, <laughs> they, they take the... Right now, a poor dog is starving because of Lance. Oh, who's the, who's the woman who always did the, um, uh, the, the, the really sad commercials? Uh, um, the celebrity who always did the really sad commercials. Uh, Susan... May, yeah, yeah. Susan, the blonde from Three's She's Company. She's going to need to do... This is going to be... Susan Summers? Yeah, ten, Susan Summers. Ten years from now, this is going to be Save a Dog Who Had to Be Starved So You Cyclist Idiots Could Drink Your Little Ketone Drinks. How's that make you feel, Lance? <laughs> I don't know. That, I that's feel bad. definitely cost prohibitive for just about every Tom, Dick, yeah. and Harry out there. I mean, if you're spending even just a hundred bucks yeah. a couple times a week, I mean, you're, you're talking about like a massive amount of money per month. Per month, per year, yeah, or whatever yeah. it ends up being, that that's just kind of ridiculous. But I'm looking at this over Lance's uh, over at Lance's iPad, and there's a lot of five star reviews on that. Eighty one five star reviews. I mean, I'm just, do you know what else though? This is the psych thing that that, that we were talking about. If I spend forty dollars on something and use it, I am going to really convince yep. myself that that was worth that purchase. Yeah, yeah, you are. I yeah. can also Evan. Go, I like your idea of placebo effect for Lance. I'm going to so do, do this. <laughs> I also like. I owe you eighty bucks as soon as we're done with this experiment. <laughs> go spend forty bucks on a bag of Rocket Red with it's chock full of phytonitrates, and you're gonna bolster your, uh, you know, yeah, your oxygen delivery, and you're gonna see a yeah. six to eight percent increase. Or you can just go hey. juice a bunch of beets that cost you two bucks for three of them. I mean, even better, right? Get a pack of fifty Red Bulls for like sixty bucks. Last year forever. Get a pack of Swedish <laughs> from Costco for they they pay you to take the bag. Basically, <laughs> you saved yourself a couple thousand dollars. There's your carbs and your caffeine. It's been working for me. <laughs> Seriously, though, let's say you, Lance, let's say you take these three bottles and you ride out of your mind, and you're like, "There's no way that it was anything else. It was these." And holy crap, I just spent a hundred bucks on taking these three things to ride out of my mind. You're gonna, you're gonna want more of that. I'm going back to work. <laughs> <laughs> so that I have a job. We'll so fix teeth for you. ketones. Yes. The Dowd Endurance Lab will be hiring a dentist that next week, I think, <laughs> that's, after that's that. That's right. That's hilarious. <laughs> so is it worth the price? I I don't know. I haven't used it yet. Hey, Price, is it worth the price? <laughs> no. God, no. 
<laughs> Are you kidding me? This is, have we lost our minds in cycling? Yes. <laughs> I didn't even know why I ordered it. It was like I'm on the feed and I'm well, like I mean, getting you other got stuff. Three like, of them, I gotta, which I is reasonable. Yeah, no, yeah. like like I, I I completely understand you want to order this, but now when you're looking down the picture of like they want me taking this like before and after the race. Before and after. Yeah. Okay. And if it's more than three and hours. And I'm still take not convinced. One. I would love God, I love to sit down with I wonder who could talk. I'm trying to think through my like Rolodex if I got somebody we could bring on to like talk at me as to why you would ever take this before a crit. Or before a cyclocross race. Well, they're 50-minute races. Also, why with carbohydrates? I'm not understanding why with carbohydrates. So that's not just burning this. You still have glycogen in your system. Yeah, yeah, it seems Yeah, but you have a ton of glycogen sitting in your system just already before a race, unless you decided to fast before it. But if you can go... I think, supposedly, when you um, burn ketones, it produces more ATP. Is that right? Like, I think it's like... Yeah, well... Yeah, it's by, more beneficial product of any, for you to burn those versus normal glycogen. So, well, and then you have yeah. those leftover glycogen anyway. They're still there. So, yeah, there's not a downside. Yeah, I don't know. This is right from the website. Ever wonder what it would be like to have something like rocket fuel in your pocket? <laughs> this is just too gimmicky. I don't like it. It's too gimmicky. Do you guys remember the EPO booster when that came around? It was in every like cycling news yeah. magazine and for a little bit. It wasn't EPO. Oh, I it hated was, that. Thank it was you. Supposed to, it but was it was not, called EPO it was booster. A, I know. It was called EPO booster, yeah. but it was yeah. not EPO. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It was a supposed to be a naturally stimulating red blood cell, you <laughs> yeah, know, right. increaser. Which to me it was funny. They're like, yeah, hey, how, like, how do we make this cell? It was like iron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what this just seems gimmicky to me. But all these teams are using it. It's becoming more prevalent. It's become more prevalent. Are we going to trust cycling teams, though? I trust Brailsford, but are we going to trust, like, FDJ's guy who's like, these are, remember, these are the teams that have almost killed professional athletes in the past. I'm not going to, if somebody comes up to me and they're like, I think this is a performance enhancer. You know, most of the Tour de France teams are using it. Like, (laughs) you know, the Tour de France teams also almost killed Tom, you know, did kill, like, quite a few cyclists in the past. Yes, they did. I'm not going to sit there and say that they're somehow ethically and scientifically, like, not, not questionable. So the MPCC, the Movement for Credible Cycling, um, they does they do not allow ketones in their their teams, the teams that have signed on with them. Huh. So that's more of like kind of like an honor system. Um, yeah. When you sign up to that, that's kind of like just saying I promise that I'm not going to take any drugs. I'm not going to do anything that's performance enhancing. They have put mm-hmm. that on their list of things that you will promise not to take. Yeah. How do you guys feel about that? Well, that makes me question why we used it at all. I don't know. Which teams are on this list? Uh, give me a second here. Not Dialed's not on there. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> we got it on the table right here, right now. <laughs> We're like, uh, yeah, we don't use this. It just happens to be on our table right now. <laughs> We've, I will say on this podcast, we are historically bad timing with with jokes matt do you remember right right before this seriousness of covid hit when you and me were like yeah let's just try to get this thing and see how bad this is like it was like in february no 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 no. that was matt let me for the record say because we were talking about it being a youtube video no that was me was that I told, okay. I told Matt that he needed to contract it, make a video about it, and he oh, would have okay. a, a billion gotcha. subscribers. He'd be the biggest <laughs> thing on the internet. And then I immediately left. Everybody, for if you're listening to that and you're like, you are awful people, it was in February before we really knew much about how awful it was. Yeah. But 
this is reminding me of that scenario because we're going to joke about this. We have it on the table. And in two weeks, USAD will say this is like this is, it's legal. <laughs> highly illegal. Yeah. So the team's bound by that MPCC membership are AG2R, uh, Bora Hansgrove. So sorry, Peter Sagan, no, none for you. Covidus, EF Foundation, oh. Group Pharma, FDJ. Here's the one that makes me laugh. Israel Startup Nation. Sorry, Mr. Froome, you can no longer take your ketones, buddy. Right. <laughs> and Lado Sudal. How will Peter Sagan ever win a race again without this? Don't know. Maybe that's what happened I, this year. I bet you that those teams are breaking that rule. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past a Probably. French cycling team. <laughs> to, uh, I I would find it hard to believe that AG2R is not dipping their toe at least a little bit into this. All right. So why don't we put a, a thumbnail or thumbtack in that one? Come yes. back to it after Lance has taken his three bottles to give us a report and uh, diarrhea. Cha cha cha. They couldn't have made this look any more like illegal too. I know it's in a. It looks like a giant just vial. Look. It looks like a big vial. It's like in a thick glass. If they had put bottle. this in like one of those cheesy little plastic containers, you know, you know, like a five-hour energy thing, yeah. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Let's just go and take this. But it's in a glass vial. You're like, oh, whoa, okay, wait a second. Is <laughs> this it is, uh, temperature this, sensitive. This stuff is intense. It, it must be. Because it's it's like dark it's like it looks like prune juice actually. How, when does it expire? How long does it hold for? I think I saw a stamp on the bottom of it there. Twenty twenty two. Okay, so wh- well, when did you buy them? How long have you had those in your bag? <laughs> They've been in my bag for like six or eight months. That long? Yes. Why haven't you taken them? I, I'm afraid to. It's too expensive. Dude, it's they're like, good. They're good till twenty twenty two. I'm saving it for. I don't know what I'm saving it for. I'm saving it for Cyclocross Nationals. For, <laughs> you're saving it for the World Championship. That's right. Whenever you make it. <laughs> I'm never Hopefully it before too. 2022. Right. <laughs> it could be on the national television broadcast of the Cyclocross so, Championships. So, the, so oh, look at racing, this guy. He's over there taking a crap in the woods. So, so if a racing never happens again, the question is, did Lance just waste $120? Yes, <laughs> yes I did, if that's the case. Well, then we just got to do your next 20-minute test. <laughs> You're taking this. There we go. I'm taking it before my next ramp test. <laughs> ramp test or next segment <laughs> you chase. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's put that behind us. Uh, right. Let's jump into one last thing. Mr. Legrand, why don't you start us off? Um, let's see. Like I mentioned earlier in the podcast, a uh, video coming out where I'll be giving away a Polar Vantage V2. It's a nice $500 triathlon watch. So you guys should put your name in the hat for that one. It's a... Uh, I don't have that many followers, so there's a good shot that you could win this puppy. And um, that's that's about it. I'll try and get this out this week. Is it a round when the podcast comes is, out? Is it a comment on the video puts us in the drawing mat? Um, I think so. It okay. is. I recorded the talking head part, and I think I said something along the lines of like, you got to subscribe, Evan. So that's you. I've already subscribed. And then, <laughs> I've also bell notification. I've also I will not hit the bell notification though, <laughs> but but I have commented yeah. on the first twenty videos of yours. You're out of the running, Evan. No, you've commented on every video. You guys went through every we video and commented, which was fantastic. We did. We we have to keep up awesome. with it though. So this weekend we gotta we gotta go back. And you gotta go back, next catch couple. back up again. Yeah, yeah, we gotta catch back up. <laughs> Evan, one last thing. Um, I will be doing a virtual race this weekend. 
on an actual course though <laughs> so it's uh, uh the the resolution run is going to be this weekend um they're doing it virtually you do it on your own you yeah everybody's well no everybody's got like a different start time so it's virtually but it's also even well organized to where there won't be any gatherings because i think it's every 10 minutes somebody's starting so i'll be going out and running a road 10k cool in my next percent shoes because that's what you do when there aren't races to race the really expensive right. pairs. You're speaking cheater. of cheating. Speaking cheater. of cheating, yes. Next percent you. shoes, cheater. I bet that those make you faster than ketones do. Maybe. And then together. Oh, man, Lance, I'm probably not going to give this back to you. <laughs> but yeah, that'll happen Sunday. It'll be fun. If anybody wants to ride their bike by me and throw water on me or yell at me or anything, that'd be greatly appreciated. I think I might come out and take some pictures. Woo! Yeah. You mentioned be fun. that, Mike. Hmm, that sounds fun. Matt, ride your bike out and throw something at us or do something. It's actually not too far from where your home is. I'm on it. Lance is bringing the ketones. Yep. He'll be out there. Send, send me some more. I'll yeah, take send it mid-race. Details ketones. I'll be there. <laughs> I could run 200 yards instead uh, of 100 yards if I take there the you ketones. Go, yeah. You pour it over my head. Does <laughs> yes, that help? Do yes, I have to drink right. it? <laughs> awesome. Mr. Hep? Uh, one last thing for me. Um, I will not be here next Monday. Um, mm. I'm supposed to be sitting on a beach, so we'll see if that actually happens. So, last time we talked to you, you beach? sat on a beach in a hammock. I did do that. You can once. do that again? I, like a desert that, beach or like a beach I'm, beach? No, I'm headed to Hawaii. I'm supposed to be going to Hawaii. Nice. You're going to drive there? <laughs> Taking the van to <laughs> nice. Hawaii. Nice. <laughs> you just got to get enough speed. That's what I've heard, yeah. <laughs> just kayak there. Just skip. Yeah. No, to go to Hawaii right now, there's a it's a whole bunch of hoops you uh-huh. got to jump through, and it's like testing 48 hours before you leave, and all that. You have stuff, to have right? a negative test within 72 hours of getting on the plane, and you have to have the test from a um, approved testing oh, gotcha. facility. So even, yeah, and you have to upload that negative test to a website before you get on the plane. Otherwise, 14 day quarantine. Yeah. So, hope hopefully um, it all we'll see. works out. Cool. We'll see. It's it, it's stupid. It shouldn't be going, but you know. Yeah. Taking the van. I'm right? not known for my brain. Taking the van. <laughs> Just go there and go sit on a, I don't know, secluded island beach or something like that. And uh, would no. you, would right? you no. bring the cross bike? No, the bike's going. The road bike's going with me. You can't. The road, the, bike? road biking in in on the Big Island is fantastic. Really? Not all the Queen K crap that goes yeah. up to Javi. Oh no, that sounds like a terrible course. Yeah. But but everything else is great. South <laughs> of uh, the Captain Cook area, the the there's anyway, there's great riding on the Big Island. Why did they choose the course that they did for coming? Because it's one way. It's like long. Uh, gotcha. It's one okay. way. Yeah, Go, that makes sense. Drive ride all the way to Javi and turn around and come back. Yeah, that's why. Mm. Ready for this? I've got four one last things. <laughs> four last but, things. That's but but too many. But. It's for different things. For one for the Dallas Cycling Team. Well, that doesn't make it any better. One for the podcast. <laughs> one, for the, one for the Dallas Cycling Lab. One for my personal one. So the the Dallas Cycling Team, real quick, um, we have partnered with Tangent Coffee Roasters, and we've got a bunch of fresh new bags of coffee that are down here um, in some new and improved packaging with some new flavors, and it's really good. Seriously, though. Good. It's good. So if you, I've if, had it. It's delicious. If, if anybody's yeah. interested, um, 100% of the net proceeds will go to our bikes for kids campaign, and that's going to help us buy a bunch of bikes for kids Lovely. eventually. So if, come get some coffee. Come down and buy some Tangent Roasters coffee. It's tasty good. Get some decaf. Get some decaf for me. I think I heard some something from Mr. Salzburg that there might be a decaf variety coming up. I'll have to circle back on that one with you. Um, for the podcast, the podcast. One last thing. 
go join the Dialed Cycling YouTube channel. Go subscribe. Hit that bell button for Evan specifically so you can get those notifications. <laughs> that is where the live stream is going to go down. So yes. when if you want to watch any of the live streams that we're going to do moving forward, you're going to need to go to youtube.com forward slash Dialed Cycling, and that's where the, the, the stuff will be put up there. If you've already subscribed to the Dialed Podcast YouTube channel, um, I'm sorry, but nothing's going to be posted there anymore. <laughs> womp, 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 womp. We're folding that one up. Yeah, it's just going to sit there and be done. Um, for the Dialed Cycling Lab, Lance and I just posted a new video. Yes, we did. It went up live this morning as of Monday, and it is about the Cush Core tire inserts, and it was a lot of fun to make. And it's uh, one of those things that if you're riding on a gravel bike, a mountain bike, or a cyclocross bike, you really need to consider putting these things in your in your tires or your wheels difference they do make a pretty significant difference especially if you have some expensive wheels and you want to help protect the uh the wheel themselves it's a great thing to add on there and then there's just a bunch of performance enhancements to come along with it but i won't ramble on anymore go watch that video it's pretty good performance enhancement cheaters (laughs) cheating cheaters that's right baby (laughs) and then my last one is gonna be a question for you guys i want to know did you guys make any resolutions for the new year I resolved to uh, ride less and uh, sleep more and use reverse psychology. <laughs> I want to. I want to be able to do a cartwheel this year. <laughs> so that's a no from both of us. Yeah, that's a <laughs> yeah. Yeah. no, no. That's a hard yes for me. Hard I yes? tried last year. My 2020 resolution was a cartwheel, and like everything else in 2020, I failed miserably. So. <laughs> You're going to have to go talk to my wife. She was a gymnastics coach Seriously? for a lot of years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She did that for many years and she has taught my kids all how to do cartwheels. Yeah. I am a lost cause though. I can't. I know. Cartwheels are not my, my future. Ever. I, I was inspired by an office episode, Matt. I'm sure you can nail down which episode that was, right? I'm uh, sure parkour. Ethan could. Parkour. No. God, no, Matt. Oh my God. Okay. Play that to Ethan and Ethan will, will redeem oh. you. Okay. He'll nail it. Oh, Ethan knows. No doubt. How's a pole vaulter so I can do cartwheels? You can? There you okay. go. Gotcha. Cool. I trust Becca. No offense, but <laughs> how about you, Matt? Um, I'm gonna try to drink as much alcohol as Lance this month. <laughs> wow. Yep. That's I a hard that's, goal. I mean, I hard think that's pretty, that. <laughs> should be pretty straightforward. I hope. Um, then, other than that, I all my my go-to answer is um, New more. Year's resolution is to run more. It's been the same resolution. I've had the same one for about 25 years so <laughs> how many times in that 25 great. years has that worked <laughs> five years when i started that? off it did okay yeah well actually because 25 years would have been after when you were running 100 miles a week which is <laughs> yes what are your goals on the bike lance do you have like a you're saying ride less all in jest but seriously do you have a, a goal i i set a goal for to ride 10,000 miles gotcha a year i mean this last year i blew that out of the water because i didn't do anything else but ride a bike but yeah but I don't know. That's really it. I don't do miles. Yeah. Hours. Yeah, yeah I, I should like do hours. hours. Better. I like hours. That way yeah, you can enjoy anything. Well, All bikes count the same. Once the cyclocross season hits, I go from riding 300 miles a week to like 80 miles a week. Uh-huh. Yeah. But you're still putting in a decent <laughs> yeah, amount of time. But I'm putting in the same amount of hours. With, in my opinion, harder efforts. Like harder yeah, weeks, yes. in my opinion. Yeah. yeah hours. <laughs> cool. Anything else? Nope. 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 All right. I think that's uh, that's going to be a wrap a wrap on 150. That's 150 episodes. That that boggles my mind that we've done 156 this 156 is three years, right? Math. Something like that, <laughs> yeah. 
52. Yeah, so there you go. 156. I remember Mark Radford telling us, he's like, I just listened to however many episodes it was. He had just caught up and he went back and did all the math and added up the length of each episode. And he like, told us like how much time that Oh, I didn't want to know that to. answer. No, At the know. time, it was a ridiculous amount of time. It was like 50 hours or something like that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, but now we're at like 150. And you multiply that times an hour and a half or so, give or take. That's a lot of time that we've spent rambling on. That's a few days. Couple. It's like a week. Yeah, it's 225 hours. Yeah. Or, <laughs> give or take. That's over a week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We really appreciate everybody listening. We already told you everything you need to hear. Hopefully, we'll see you back here next week, uh, literally and figuratively. Yeah. <laughs> we appreciate everybody listening. Have a good one. Bye for now. Bye.